Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. This is Mike Marks. This is Omar Salim. And this is Afro Dan. And we want to congratulate Larry Krasner on his landslide victory over Carlos Vega. <laughs> Car- Carlos Vega. Yeah, he lost. He got blown out. He got spanked. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah Larry Krasner doubled up the votes on Vega. 125K to 62K. And that's with uh, the Fraternal Order of Police, uh, John McNesby. That's with him getting like 6,000 people to switch over to Republican. So, good job. Hold yeah, this L. You feel job. me? Yeah. Saudi as shit. But, um, yeah, they, they back in the lose. It, 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 right. <laughs> 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 but it's important to note that, you know, it was all right. uh, while Carlos Vega was uh, in office, Krasner exonerated about 20 individuals, which is a lot. It's a lot of people. Um, people that spent like 25 years yeah, in prison. While Carlos Vega was trying to get cats who was exonerated, you know, back in jail. Um, and it's interesting because, you know, <laughs> these people will do anything they, they can to, to, to keep a, a win-loss record high on the win side. You know Facts. what I mean? That's all they care about yeah. is I, is a conviction. It doesn't matter if the person did, did it. It, or not. Right. it doesn't matter if it's the correct person that they're locking up as long right. as they are locking someone up. And, and, and that's, yeah, that's also a side effect of the, the profit prison system where, you know, judges are making deals and. Judges in Philadelphia literally making deals to lock young black men up. Yeah, so. look it up. Getting, getting. You yeah, know, something that actually happened. Yeah, yeah so hey, don't believe us. Just Google it. You know what I'm saying? But yo, um, yo funny thing, that fraternal order of police uh, lodge, the one, <laughs> the one back in Vega, bro. I don't know if I sent it to both y'all or if I just sent it to you. They got a fucking back the blue burger. I swear to God, that's a, a back real the thing. Blue yeah. burger? Yo, facts. They had a for real a black yeah. a, a back the blue burger. Wow. I mean, it's they serve it well done, so you can get that taste of boot every time you bite into it. <laughs> <laughs> that, like yeah. that time, fucking uh, SpongeBob left the kitchen and fucking Squidward them, was back there and he fried the boot up, deep fried squishy boots and shit. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm glad Krasner won because clearly he's trying to, you know, seek justice, seek, you know, find out, you know, what he can do to make things right. While Carlos Vegas over here on the other side, you know. Sending people around my neighborhood, you know, what I mean, Point Breeze, Philadelphia, with with a, with a van and, and a woman screaming out in her very thick Hispanic accent. I think she was trying to get some Hispanic voters, some colored people to vote, people of color, melanated, whatever you want to call it these days. Prote- uh, to, they wanted to to portray the image that they actually cared about really those cared. people. Yeah, because mind you, I I never heard his name in my neighborhood ever before. But I, I wonder how many of the people uh, Krasner exonerated were locked up and lived in like you know Northeast Philly or something like that. Right, I don't know. But I know. It, fe- it feels like the people that are getting railroaded by the justice system, mainly Carlos Vega's DA office, mm. with, by the way, he had a, an endorsement from Seth Williams, who I don't know if you guys remember, got literal fed time, literally got fed time for fucking uh, abusing his power as district attorney. So, yeah, that worked out real well. Yeah. Uh, he's got, he's you know, great endorsements. The police and a corrupt DA. Like, the fuck? Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, so... There you yeah, have it. You know, shit. That's why he lost. Riding and around my neighborhood playing James Brown. Get up off that thing. It's, it's those Carlos communities Vega. he terrorized. Are you serious? But they want to they wanna try to pretend like they're out there and get the vote because that's what they needed to try to win. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of people that couldn't get the vote in a win, uh, we could talk about Donald Trump for the first time in a little while. Yeah, first time since the Diet Coke boycott. And, it and lasted <laughs> all of like 30 seconds because and, and he tweeted it. Oh, wait. <laughs> he couldn't tweet it because he's still banned from social media. <laughs> yeah. Get that fucking, uh, that gif of Floyd Mayweather. Hold this L. Just L, 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 L. I haven't done this in a while. I'm getting carpal tunnel. 
this dude. <laughs> <laughs> this Yo, guy, yeah, on. early. On our first video, you get these crickets. <laughs> get these crickets. He barely made it out the first time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Segment. My bad. I'm talking to Afro <laughs> Ben. Get these brickets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Racist ass moon crickets. Come on, man. But yeah, man, Donald Trump. We're going dude. for a hat trick. Am I going to give myself the crickets? <laughs> oh, yeah, they, them crickets probably voted for Trump. But anyway. Um, oh, so, nah, so Donald Trump is being sued <laughs> by the Chinese American Civil Rights Coalition, or the CARC for, sor- for short, um, because his racist language uh, helped lead to a sharp spike in Asian American hate crimes. Directly resulted in, like, if you look at the timeline of, like, when those hate crimes like escalated like it just ju- it's when he started saying that shit yeah when it's around saying, the time the coronavirus happened and when he was saying shit like that yeah like the china virus the chinese virus the wuhan virus mm-hmm. and for anybody who thinks that may not be possible let's go back to 9-11 when all the muslim individuals the people who had arabic names the people who had the, the, the sheiks and things who were not even muslim were being terrorized yep based on what yeah. was being said by our politicians the mainstream media and stuff like that uh, telling us, you know, we know what the truth is nowadays, whether y'all want to consider a conspiracy or not. But we know more information now. And think about 20 years ago when people were getting beat up just for walking down the street when people were American having citizens. extra pats down, pat, pat downs because their name was Omar or Salim and things of that nature. Yeah, I remember. Sounds that like you got some experience. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a yeah. little bit. You know, American citizens getting terrorized, assaulted. Yeah. Brutalized, killed American citizens. by other American citizens right. who think it's their right to defend their country by attacking. And it's like the, there was that instance where it was like a, an 80 year old woman got punched in the face. Luckily, she was able to literally grab a piece of like wood and beat the shit out of him. Right. But like, what if she hadn't? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like shit like that is a direct result of that. And like, we're not blaming it on Trump per se, but like. You kind of riled them up, you kinda, so you, you kinda bear some responsibility. Yeah. You feel me? Um, yeah, definitely. As a as a quote unquote world leader, the former president of the free world, and things of that nature, he was the, the, president, the president when he said that. Right, he was the yeah, president the, the when president. he said that. Like right. imagine, you imagine your boss having a meeting and being like, "Yeah, the China virus." Like, oh, let me tell you, when I was in barber school, the teacher would drop the n bomb all the time. We had to correct him, like, "Bro, like it's all kinds of people in this classroom." So if you're saying it and we don't say nothing to it. The Hispanics, like, I wouldn't sit here and say, you know, call a Hispanic person, just, just drop spick or something like that. or gua. You wouldn't do it, you know what I mean? But, yeah, we, we'll we get to that later. I want to revisit the reason why a lot of people, you know, say things like that, in my opinion, when we get to, you know, the Toronto Green situation. But Donald Trump, man, yeah, he deserve, deserves to uh, be sued or whatever the case is because, come on, dude, China, the Kung Flu. Like, people it's, were laughing yeah, like, about like this. People- yeah, and here's the thing: he's not Dave Chappelle, he's not Eddie Murphy, he's not. He was the president. He's the president. That's the whole thing. The thing is, they never they never checked him on his shit though, because like this is the same dude that was like, you know, if these players kneel, you better, you know, that's what they I'm cut those bitches. sons of bitches. Like the fuck. Yeah, people forget that you know presidents are you know some of the first influencers, higher standard like world leaders, right. and and leaders of all these you know nations and countries. They're the original influencers. It goes all throughout history. Facts. Like, th- think of it this way, too. Like, if you were at work, who would you be more surprised of, like, if they said some wild off-the-wall shit? Like, the dude right. in the warehouse or the CEO? Right. Because, like, right. think of think of it like that. It's like, we are the very bottom politically. Like, we are the people who vote, and we collectively try to select a person who's going to be in power. Mm-hmm. Right? And we are, like, at the very bottom of the totem pole as far as politics go in America because we are not politicians at all. Right. 
We are the warehouse workers. If we say some shit like that, nobody's going to fucking bat an eye. Like, the company fires you, and then, like, you continue on. You feel me? But if you're the CEO and you say some shit like that, your company is probably going to do some bad shit. Like, I don't know, kick you the fuck out because you are going to cost them their entire business. Like, John Shatner, Schnatner, whatever the hell his name is. The one that can't, they've been trying 20 months to stop saying a certain word. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, like, that's and, what happens and, when and the CEO. Formerly known as and, Papa John. And speaking of, I'm starting to see a lot more Shaq and these Papa John commercials and with the new food, what's, what's the new item? The Papa Dia Bro, or something I, like that? Like, you know what, though? Dude. Shaq is in, like, no bullshit every fucking commercial. Yeah, no, yeah, Shaq, no, Shaq's Shaq, getting Shaq is one of but, the best investors, you know, the sports world's ever seen. Bro, Shaq, Shaq got in a fucking Buick commercial, and that man's knees were up here and shit. Like, that was funny. I do <laughs> yeah, remember that, that joint. That, that shit's traumatic because uh, Mike Marks decided to Photoshop an afro on him and say that was me in a, a small ass airplane. Well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, you you did complain that your your fro was touching the roof, so I just you know you felt cramped. I figured you know Shaq probably felt yeah, cramped it, in that yeah, commercial. It definitely was bramped as hell in there. Damn! Thank Omar you. thanked me for it, Damn. so it was it, it was oh, merited. God. You can't you can't call them you can't call yes, it racist dude. this time. We're on video now. You want to catch one of these, these blood brothers? You know what I mean? These Crips come out here and come get you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, <laughs> but no, but um, I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of Shaq in these commercials for a company whose CEO dropped in, but or, or his it is getting therapy to stop saying that. It is questionable that those ads did start around the same yeah, time. Yeah, like oh, that you the know, fucking, he said mind that you, dumb shit. He's been doing a lot, but I haven't seen any other pop anyway. But yeah, it's um, you know, this dude Trump man, like it's in, like especially nowadays, I do feel like society is a little more sensitive than it was a couple of decades ago and stuff like that. However, the emphasis on the fact that he was the president when he was saying these things. You know, there is a yeah, certain social responsibility when it comes to certain positions out here. You just can't go saying what you want to say. No. You know Not what I mean? you, you have to because you are a representative yeah. of the entire United States, and the entire, entire United States does not feel that way. Although, a lot of them do, right. as evidenced by the amount of votes he got. And speaking of things that a lot of Americans do, they pay taxes. And since yeah. he's been out of office... He's already charged the fucking Secret Service $40,000. $40,000. Bro, it's been like a few months. Like, it's still May. It's still the first half of the year. And he didn't even get out of office till the end of January. You feel me? So, like, this is like four months' time. He's tracking to spend about $100,000 of taxpayers' money. Bro, bro, it's for staying at his resort. It's his money. That's wild. Like, he's making the fucking taxpayers pay him. For for being That's, there, like he, they don't have like, you can provide a comp. It's he owns it. It's not like he's staying at a fucking hotel and it's costing. You know what I mean? Like, right, 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 right. It's your fucking spot. Like, what the fuck? It's like charging your friend to stay in the. Fu- except your friend's a bodyguard and the Secret Service and is there to protect you and your family and being paid with tax dollars. And then on top of those tax dollars, you're now costing us extra tax. Do- <sighs> it's just like Vega. He didn't give a fuck about all them fucking lawsuits. The city lost all that money and and all these people pretend to care about fucking how much money shit's going to cost us and that's why we can't do shit but then they support people to do this shit like the fuck yeah $40,000 fuck some people don't make that in a year it's been like four months it's for yeah no no facts dude you can you can you feel me do a lot more good with the 40,000 but we spoke on a couple a couple episodes ago like that conservative mindset they don't care man they really don't care they're they're lining their pockets and that's all they who cares about the taxpayers and follow the money and you'll see what we're talking about. I mean, you I know. saw some shit that said, like, follow the money and you'll see, 
Like, see who's profiting from the problem, and then you'll see how to solve it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's so much. I mean, this is America. Uh, shout to the bull <laughs> with Donald Glover. But this is America, and the origins of America is capitalism. This is a capitalistic society. And a lot of the issues we have in this society is based on, it's because of racism, but racism was created for capitalism. Facts. We said this a few different times. Facts, and I'm going to yeah. say it all the time because you'll start to see how everything in the society kind of falls under that. Like, that's a general broad statement, but think about it. If I can convince all of you out there that you shouldn't like Mike because of his beard, you know what I'm saying? Oh, matter of fact, don't like Afro Dan. Yeah, I was going to say, all the time you're having a you know beard. I could have a beard too. Yeah, we yeah, have that yeah. So, you know, you got Afro Dan over here, and uh, the Afro, you know, he can't wear a hat, and you know what I mean? Stuff like that. First off, I can wear a hat. I'm just saying. It'll, it'll just sit like in orbit around my hair. But C- Calm down, uh, Clifford Harris. It'll be more or less <laughs> hidden inside your hair. The hat would be like, anyway. Do you know who that is? So the joke um, would have hit better. That's T.I. Never mind. Right. <laughs> so we got people disliking him because of his afro. And then it w- we wouldn't feel bad if cats go out there with clippers and just start shaving people's heads off. You know what I mean? Because off, we convinced they, everybody first, to think that the he- afro was a problem. First off, they're going to feel bad when, when this hollow point hit them. I don't even think you've ever seen a hollow point. I was conflicted. I needed. I needed. I needed. I needed, I needed any, to check with the first base that, that wants to desecrate this national <laughs> monument. National. No, monument. listen, listen. <laughs> that, 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 is, that is my favorite. Uh, that's better than Trump on Mount Rushmore. I'll tell you that much. That is my my favorite Afro to cut though. That's you know, Afro Dan. But back to the point I was making. Uh, the point I was trying to make was that when you have people, uh, when you convince people that somebody is lesser because of something, you know. You know, like an afro or skin color or something stupid like that. You know what I mean? Not because of something actual. And people start to believe it. And you kind of sort of reward those who fall in line with what you're thinking because you can make money. Hey, we can enslave these people because they're yep. not really people. They're animals. So we can go ahead and enslave them. Enslave yeah, you have people. to you have to spin it so that it's animals. Right. But, like, that's, they don't and you care you use about religion. Yeah. You use science. You use all kinds of stuff. And this was going on back in the 1500s, 1600s and stuff like that. They know what they're doing. And, and they know exactly what they're doing. And and some of that still goes on today, you know, just to bring a full circle with the hair. Like, there's a still, you know, half the country where you can be discriminated against in the workplace just because oh. of your hair. Oh, listen. Facts. Um, uh, like, I can go some states, and this hair oh, can be disqualified from a job. Oh, absolutely. I had locks. It doesn't matter what my resume looks like, you what keep, I've done. You keep making bald jokes at our expense, and it's going to no, get you banned no, no, this job. First of all, I, I make them at your expense, not Omar's. It's a difference. <laughs> that ain't true. I don't, I don't mess with people that, that shape up my hair. That's dangerous. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Watch yourself. And you definitely made bald jokes at both our expense. You definitely have. And uh, you do want to shape up tonight, right? I, I, I'm stepping down from the podcast for insensitive comments. <laughs> 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 but no, speaking, speaking of hair, though, think about it. Like, I, I don't have the name because I didn't know we were going to talk about this, but um, a young woman was uh, forced to have her braids cut off because she played softball. I remember this happened a few years ago, right? No, this happened not recently. Well, I'm sorry. It may, it may have happened a few years ago. I saw it on YouTube. It may have, I didn't really check the date. But then a young wrestler who was forced was to cut Fox his locks. News? I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, 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 he, did, he, didn't, he didn't check the date, not the facts. Right. The point. Thank you. <laughs> So the, the point is, though, people are discriminating against other people because of their biases towards you know, frivolous things like skin complexion. You yeah, know what facts, I mean? facts. Like, um, I know a guy, his name is David. He's from North Africa, Moroccan. He looks white as ever. 
You know what I mean? So what what difference does the skin color really make at the but they convinced us to feel this way, you know yeah. what I mean? And and to think this way. And it's to the point where a lot of people, you know, we certain things are synonymous with other things because of the conditioning and the uh indoctrination that we've dealt with throughout all of our lives. And I can say that now because, you know, right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got these cops killing black people, right? To the point where it's almost like no coincidence. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, we we, sirens we gonna get to that. Inside, right. Um, and, and, and we're going to get to a situation where no consequence, but like covered up too. like, right, and you have other humans like, Oh, but maybe they deserve it. Or what did this person? Oh, they should no. have complied. Like exactly. They, they none not, of that matters. They none are of not it matters. Judge, jury and executioner facts. They but, can't be the ones to decide life or death. Right. And, and not for nothing, man, I, I'm kind of rambling, but I just wanted to mention this. There's a very strong push for a lot of Harriet Tubman nowadays too. I, there's like two movies and a documentary and stuff like that. And, and I think yeah, Trump they, like blocked the. She was supposed to be on like the twenty dollar bill, and I think and Trump yeah. blocked that. And then like Biden put it back or some stupid. Shit. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not trying to see someone that went through you know things in slavery on on currency. That's not something I'm trying to see. No facts, but check it out though. Yeah, I didn't think about that imagery. That's a good point, bro. No, listen, any of it. Like, look. The imagery, when I saw Birth of a Nation with my man, of the Nat Turner story, the more recent one, not the original one from 1915, because that is one of the first movies that had people thinking that black people ain't nothing. 1915, since then, the black man has been seen as ain't shit in the eyes of media, this, that, and the third. And you think about 1915 up until maybe 1970-something, where things got a little better with the whole, you know, black power. Yeah, movement. I mean, yeah, 70s, we can, 80s. Yeah. We, can, we can spend a whole podcast episode just talking about yeah. how black people are per, per you know pertain and, and depicted in hollywood even now but even yeah, to make facts. it even to make it more uh non-biased people who have a darker complexion across the globe think about india and the untouchables if yeah, you ever heard that facts. just google that these are darker skinned people in india whose hair is straight as you know straight as ever and they are considered untouchables do you understand what i'm saying yep untouchables uh uh even so-called white people out here are miseducated because there are so many races who have darker skins that no one would think like there's some japanese people who are way darker than dan or you know what i'm saying darker than some of the darkest people we know and i say miseducated because we're not a certain group of people has blocked culture sharing you know what i'm saying and that's a huge problem all for profit that's the point i'm getting at capitalism and profit so just do the research on it and understand how all these things play a part. And I've said it a number of times. Like, when you have these cops killing people, it's not the fact that cops are killing black people. You know, there is, a, in my opinion, a subconscious mindset of, oh, black equates to crime. You know what I'm saying? A black equals criminal. It's not sub. It's not even subconscious. It's fucking taught. It's conscious as hell. It's, it, it is taught. It's taught. And it has been taught. These curriculums and yeah. science and stuff like that. And we have somebody's grandfather who was taught in the 40s or 50s or 30s that black people are lesser. They come from monkeys. These are things that I'm sure somebody's like, what? No, just Google it. Like Somebody <laughs> our age heard their grandparents say some shit like that. Absolutely. When they were younger. Somebody. Somebody, somebody. maybe listening to this, maybe not listening to this, but somebody our age somewhere, even in this demographic, even in, in one of the more uh, densely populated and cities of black people. We yeah, and progressive and all that shit. Even, mm -hmm. even with all that, I yeah. guarantee you, somebody our age in this general area mm -hmm. heard their grandparents say that shit like oh, for yeah, sure. 15, 20 years ago. Even fucking last week. So right. and, and listen, tell me I'm wrong. What's understood doesn't need to really be said. So we know there's a lot of great people out here. We know everybody's not like that. But 
kind of bringing things back. You know, you have people like Trump saying these things and look at the reaction. You have certain, you know, political figures saying these things and look at the reaction. Um, and we know that this is a deep-rooted subconscious thing. I mean, police shootings. <laughs> Ronald Green. Not, not just shootings, but like, just killings in general. Killings like, yeah. in general. The, the lynchings the, and the, the, the murders. The, the and disregard mm-hmm. for the life of black people. Right. It's so deep that a lot of black people have a disregard for life of their own kind, for people they look like. Shit, we talked about that dude in Texas who was talking about, oh, you know, the police have never messed with me, the second and third. Then he's, like, intervening, trying to break a crime up, and the police show up and kill him. Like, Come on, yeah. man. I mentioned it before, the brother who's uh, Jacob Blake, shot mm-hmm. in the back seven times. To shoot somebody seven times at close range, just to do that, I don't care. You would have to do something crazy to get that. And, and, and I say it all the time, cops... Sign up for this position. You were given the gun, the badge of bulletproof vest, and training. Any like, any yeah. job you have to wear, or it is suggested that you wear a bulletproof vest, that is one that you should probably understand the risks of before you sign up. And and like seven bullets in somebody's back. Like this is not war zone. Like what are you doing? Right? Why are you trying to kill them? And we understand sympathetic. What is it called? Sympathetic uh, firing or whatever. Like you train so much that when you shoot once, you're gonna or you hear a gunshot go off, you're just gonna keep firing because you're trained to do that. Whatever the case is, that means there's something wrong with the system. And but if there's something wrong with the system, and you're in the system, you're not speaking up against these things. Well, when you do, you end up getting ostracized and removed from the force. So Uh, uh, the the system, as I've said before, is working exactly as intended. Yes, going back to what I was saying, you know, racism, classism, all the isms, you know, they were created for somebody to profit from. And we're going to touch on that shortly as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, But Ronald Green, you know what I'm saying, Um, died in police custody back in May 2019. He was, what, 49 years old, I believe, right? Yeah, and this happened in, like you said, May of 2019. So this happened... Two, Two years, years ago. ago. And the only reason that this kind of came out now is because this happened in Louisiana, right? Yep. Yeah. And they've been, in Run Louisiana, real. they've been uh, pressing them to release the body cam footage, and, and somebody leaked it. Now, think about it. The, the Associated Press is, is got a leak of the... Think about the history of Louisiana. My fault, Dave. Oh, it's Southern. Yeah, yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we know. Yeah, so the Associated Press uh, what, what did was, Kanye say before he was off his meds? Bush hates black people. Or, yeah. B- or Bush doesn't care about black yeah, people. Yeah. And, you know, he was talking about Hurricane Katrina, which hit Louisiana. So, like, it's the government doesn't care about Louisiana hey, either. Man. It's They've shown that. You feel me? Yeah. So the Associated Press uh, got their hands on some of the body cam footage. Mm. And um, I have not watched it because I, um, I'm i personally trying to get, stay away yeah. from. Yeah, I can't do it anymore. I can't even watch none like of it's, you know. I, I, it, it was bad. I can only watch so many times, you know, of, of a person of color getting brutalized and murdered on camera by law enforcement. Let me tell you like, something. I, I, you know what I mean? Yes, I agree with you, but anybody, you know what I'm saying, anybody who's getting brutalized. I mean, I've seen this, like, Dominican TV on Instagram. They always show, like, beheadings and people getting shot and people dumping off at the corner stores and stuff like that. And people are passing us around. And you have comments and stuff, but do we not realize we are being desensitized? This is real life looking like television right now. And, and, and best saying? believe so somebody's behind that account that profiting from all that. Oh, mm-hmm. for, for sure. Just That's like, the crazy thing. Man, listen, like you mentioned Associated Press, not to go on a tangent, but, you know, the situation overseas, all the bombings and stuff that our tax dollars are helping, you know, dude, they yeah. bomb the Associated Press. Our, our tax like, dollars help bomb their building. Right. And we need, right. Yep. And, and we need the Associated Press to give us the real news and you know, give us where, information. We know that a lot of police departments in the United States are trained by the police departments that are doing the brutalization in uh, Palestine right now. Like, it's... 
it, it's very clear that the policing is very similar in how they act because there's just complete disregard. Like I saw a video of an Israeli officer just shoving a delivery driver who was just waiting for them to walk past. Mm-hmm. And then like the next cop comes up and they like end up throwing him on the fucking ground for nothing. For nothing yeah. at and, all. And you couldn't you couldn't tell if it was American police or not. Because that's yeah. just how much brutality happens nowadays. Facts. Too. Because it looked just like that that uh dude in Buffalo. You feel me? Yeah, money and power. Power corrupts. Right? Absolute power corrupts absolutely, yeah. right? Well there's power corrupts there's, absolutely absolute power exactly. Well there's absolutely some corruption going on because yeah. uh so the police initially told uh, Ronald Green's family that he died on impact after crashing into a tree. Um, <clears throat> an independent autopsy revealed he had severe skull injuries and there was no indication on the vehicle that it had been in a significant accident like that. Right. Because if you hit a tree with that much force that you die on impact, on, that man. car is getting folded in half. Yeah, well, it's very clear that that's not what happened, but it's taken two years for it to come out what actually did happen, which was these officers caught up to him. He surrendered. He was compliant and they beat the shit out of him for taking them on a chase. And he pleaded with them the entire time until he lost consciousness and eventually died. They left him laying on his stomach. They dragged him by his ankles on his stomach and then left him face down for nine minutes. Then I believe a sergeant showed up. Someone, someone with authority showed up from the police department and seeing the officers just covered in fucking blood just said, good job. Like, what? Yeah. The uh, the state police um, declined to release the body cam footage because they said it could undermine their investigation. A.K.A. they knew how fucking horrendous it looked. Um, if it looks listen, like man. fish. Listen, man. And, and, oh, it gets worse. So uh, one of the officers involved, uh, Chris Hollingsworth, um, he's overheard in his squad car on a phone call saying he, and this is an exact quote, beat the ever-living fuck out of him and choked him. So That's just fun to them. You dig what I'm saying? That's why people say they're a gang. Like, it's fun to some of these police departments for them to go out there and beat the shit out of people because they know they can get away with it. And, and they did about, for two years. These, these, these no. dudes are still on the force. They're still out there patrolling. Well, so well, imagine well, how many times well, they... Except uh, Officer Hollingsworth because... Uh, in September of 2020, the state police actually informed him that he was going to get terminated from his position due to his involvement in this case. And then about three hours later, he died in a single car accident. So that's, it was, it has like not karma been going like full, full circle here. Yeah. It, it was not declared, you know, an accident or suicide or anything like that. But listen, man, think about this real quick. We all seen training day, right? Remember how Denzel was trying to get his homie and got him killed and they had the whole plan, plot, this, that, and third. I really believe, even though that was a movie, but this is real life right here with uh, Ronald Green got his soul. Like, they beat him to death and then told his family he was in a car accident. So they truly believe they can get away with their lie. And they did get away with with it for two years. I mean, there there is a federal... Uh a federal case opened up, and they are suing the, the state police but department. But it took two fucking years. And Ronald Green would never come back. You There's no getting like, him back. Like, and that's so it. There is no justice when someone is unjustly murdered. There just isn't. It's just like when you lock the wrong person up for committing a crime. It's like you did even worse because like now no one gets justice because justice would be the person being 
Yeah, and the real person's still a out lot. there. Yeah, yeah, but then you got the real person out there that did it. But so let's, let's go back to the fact that they beat the shit out of proudly of a black man. I'm sorry, do, can you get death in this in this uh, country for evading the police? What about resisting um, arrest? Did they give death for you, those? You, are st- oh, no, no, you we, still well, have a right to due process <laughs> in your day in court. We'll call oh, and then, and then, but then, like, the maximum possible punishment. Like, he takes the police on a chase for two hours. Did he put you to death for that? Mm-mm. Because we could ask O.J. Simpson that. See, my thing is, this, it's funny, too, because we could ask O.J. We could, He's like, alive, yeah. and we watched yeah. him on national, well, we might have we might have been a little too young to to remember what was happening live. Not I, I remember. Yeah, but Clearly. I mean, I, I see. <laughs> yeah, so. I was in high school. I was like senior year. Like, yeah. yo, this is bugged out. But think about this though. Like, we're dealing with officers who abuse their power clearly, and they often get away with it. It, it just goes to show you that they don't really care about any of this shit. All they want to do is cover it up and get away with it. So, and and yeah, and that you know. I just connect the fact that look at the history of this, you know, of this world when it comes to racism. Look at the fact that you know this is happening to not just you know black people, so-called black people, people of color, poor people. You know what I mean? We we highlight when we get a story about you know uh, so-called white individuals being beat down by the cops. Ryan Whitaker getting shot outside of his apartment. Right. Um, Ring yeah, any bells? Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. You can go on YouTube. There's a plethora of videos of white guys, black guys, Asians getting stopped by police and being mistreated and things like that, especially. To those uh, so-called white individuals who are sovereign and know their rights, and they, you know, traveling versus driving, and they don't have license plates, and you know, I mean, they get back at the cops. But there is one thing that, from my perspective, and I'm I'm trying to be careful with my words, but and not trying to generalize too much. But whenever a white person, I'm generalizing, whenever a white person does something crazy, they can get away with it. Not get away with it literally, but like. They can get tased and taken to jail and what's, go to court. What's even crazier is that, like, in this situation, he didn't really do anything that crazy. He he did evade them, but, like, when they called up to him, he got out and complied. So it's like, what's the justification for that? If, yeah, right. if breaking yeah. into the Capitol building doesn't merit being shot for most of these people, there was one that did get shot, well, but, like, they assaulted a lot of police officers. Only one person got shot by Capitol Police. I mean, the... The ratios are off. You think, feel me? Think about and the sense, not to cut you off, Dan, but think about the scenarios in which a lot of people are being shot. Being shot while sleeping. Being shot because of a fucking traffic signal. Being shot by playing with a toy gun on uh, on, on the playground. Being shot while selling Lucy. These are all like, these are not... Well, choked may, out, but... Choked out, but killed still. Nonetheless. Killed, killed yeah. nonetheless. You know what I mean? If... if you know what I'm saying? And, and these are not reasons to be shot. Now... I would think if I have a gun up to you guys right now, somebody called the cops and they rode up on the scene and they know what's going on and I have a gun. You know what I'm saying? That a gun may be pulled out to prevent me from shooting somebody, maybe. And I've seen plenty of videos of white guys walking around waving guns and rifles at the cops, waving knives at the cops, and the cops have restraint. And yes, once again, I'm generalizing because I know it was 50 states and a plethora of cities and things like that where you can't say that this one police department is the same as the other police department. However... The system is allowing all of this to happen, and we're seeing this on television. It's very similar, regularly. no matter where. Very it's at. similar, yeah, exactly. No matter where it's at, they to seem the, to show restraint when these people shoot up places, and they happen to be white. Roof Dylan's one of the biggest. He he Dylan prayed Roof, with the Dylan yeah. Roof, asshole. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? fuck him. Yeah. Say he, his name. You know, we we got the he got to have Burger King before taking to jail, and they had a bulletproof vest. Yeah, Burger King and bulletproof vests. You feel me? Like, like for all these situations where. I'd rather be mad and arguing that black people are being locked up 
for things that are not as crazy versus being murdered to where they can't even speak for themselves. And the worst part about it is when you have police departments like this one in Monroe, Louisiana, covering up the murder of Ronald Green over two years, how many stories do we not know about? Bro, you would think that covering some shit like, like that up for that long would like erode the public's trust. Nope. It won't. A lot of people still, you know, and granted there, there might be, you know, some protest here or there. You might have, you know, police, you know, with their typical barricades and military force against it. But at the end of the day, there's probably not going to be much justice at all served to the family other than a settlement. Nope. Which again, taxpayers money. So, you want to, you know, stop spending as much money, maybe stop falsely incarcerating people and start getting the real people and stop beating and killing people for no fucking reason because that seems to cost a lot of fucking money on top of the fact that you can't bring them back. Yeah, it might, yeah, it might be easier for people to accept defunding the police if they weren't defunding taxpayers with wrongful death lawsuits. Right, exactly. One more time. Put it, people in the back. So... Oh. Defunding the police becomes a lot easier when the police are not spending millions every year on wrongful death lawsuits. Also known as defunding themselves. Right. Because right. that's their fucking money that they're wasting. And our money that we pay them. So much for protecting us. You feel me? They don't serve or protect us, though. They protect and serve rich people's property. Yeah. And interests. That's what they protect and serve. Like, well, you know, I mean, they, you know, in the story that we got next, it, it was hard for them to even protect property. Yeah, their own property. How about that? Yeah. So, uh, so just just before you before you tra- transition, Dan, like it is important to notice the difference in like type of crime that is being committed, and then the disproportionate response to it. Mm-hmm. So, like with with Ronald Green, he evades the police. That that is a crime. That is that not necessarily it, a felony. It's not a it's it's not a crime punishable by death. Absolutely not. And we're not saying that this next crime is punishable by death either. But the police showed a lot more restraint. Wonder why. All right. So this happened in uh and I apologize to this Harvard uh, Degree. Far off town, if I butcher the name. What is what is this, Brett Favre? But uh, do, you, do you pronounce the R first or the F ha, afterwards? Have de Grasse. What think, Maryland? Have de Grasse Tyson. Uh, you, you can get yourself. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we, yeah, got yeah, yeah. we got it. We got it. Yes. Uh, you were taking bets. I lost. I ain't paying so, you, though. I'm broke. Uh, Timothy Call. Um, called... Uh, the Hav PD. I'm just going to call it the Hav PD to save everybody's ears. Yeah, um, the, the Maryland Police Department. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in this, in this uh, the, the mun- city, the, the municipal police department. There you go. <laughs> um, Keep it as vague as possible yeah. so you don't have to say the name. So he called them and stated that he was going to arrive at the building of the department and kill a police officer. So he directly threatened the police. Like that he is threatened blue crime. lives, bro. He threatened blue lives. Like, this is a serious crime. Already. Especially when that call so, came through, somebody dropped their uh, back to Blueberg and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> they were like, wait a cotton They dropped that fried boot right pick. on the floor. They said, oh, <laughs> shit, drop the. <sighs> we got more important shit to tend to. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> they, they were able to trace the call, and um, they traced it back to. They literally traced the call. Yeah. Right. 
His name was call. I, it, yeah. it was a callback. Whatever. This is bad. Thank you. <laughs> Give him the crickets, man. Oh man. Dan's treating this like a fucking moment in history. Right. Got them, got them hotep crickets. May twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Got the hotep crickets in the building, baby. Hotep. Uh, <laughs> all right, continue. But, um, so the officers responded at his house. Um, he got into his car. So he evaded the police. Yes, he evaded the police, but in a much more one on one, in a much more threatening manner because he not only struck a couple vehicles with his car. But he tried to run over multiple officers. So mm. he already got four stars in GTA. Attempted point. murder, so, right? So, they they, so, they bringing out the fucking helicopter to find him. So, if I try to run you over, that's attempted murder, right? Yeah. Okay. Also, on top of that, um, if you try to run over a police officer, they treat that vehicle as a deadly weapon. So mm. it's not, it's important to, to note that, but also to note that, like, he's already committing a crime, so he's attempting murder yeah. under the commission of another crime. So you have making terroristic threats. Right. Attempted murder of a police officer, right. evading arrest. He got four stars right. already. They're bringing out the fucking GTA helicopters. Yeah. Yeah. Except. And shit. They didn't need to go looking for him. Yeah. So he. He came to them. So right. he evades yeah, the police. Come on. Did you fucking ruin it? Did you let him tell the fucking story. God damn it. <laughs> he said it already. No, See, he ain't get that. The bull called us and I'm going to I'm going to drive to the police station and kill a cop. Yeah, but they That's went to they, they, they had his crib right now though. They didn't leave his crib yet. But he still said that he was going to go. Yeah, but go they, to them. You, go, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. They ain't looking at us like you too, ball mo. <laughs> it, 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 it be your own knitters. <laughs> <laughs> That's a callback to an Arthur episode. Oh yeah. It's very questionable, and I don't know how the fuck that shit made it through <laughs> quality control. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody got fired after that shit. <laughs> But uh, he evaded the police and actually drove into a police building, not like into a parking lot, like severely damaged the actual police building by driving through it. The car impacted the building to the built. Like, I don't know if y'all seen doors before, but cars are not supposed to fit through them. Right. The car (laughs) was inside the police station. So he not only endangered blue lives, he threatened blue lives. He attempted to murder blue lives and then he damaged blue live property. And then he got out after crashing. And I'm pretty sure he hates the blue man group. So we can add that. to (laughs) (laughs) And, and on top of that, he didn't get out of the vehicle after he crashes into the building. And attempts to assault police officers. Bro, and they still tased him somehow. They still fuck. All this shit happened and they tased him somehow. Bro, you yeah. mean to tell me that a bunch of, all the cars that were following him, I, if he runs into the can, building. Listen, if that body cam video ain't a police officer pulling out a fucking taser and, and saying, gun, 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 and then hitting him with the taser. Come on, man. I don't want to hear it. How about because that? Because if they how ever had a that? fucking reason to pull one of their guns out, it was right then and there. He, he actively endangered their lives. He's endangering the public endangering police officers he's destroying public property you know what i'm saying he i'm sure he's some, he some, probably uh, caused you know seven figures in damage easily but somehow some way they had the restraint to get a taser to tase him and and take him into custody take him into custody he and, can tell the story he can write a book are, and still get and, paid and this this has a good ending because we can, fortunately no officers or civilians were injured so so it, police are you're telling me are then capable of doing this is what you're telling me. Yes. So I, you know, I want to give all the credit in the world to that police department and those officers because, you know, in all seriousness, they handled that about as well as you could have handled such a, that could have been a disaster. 
Do so they handle I, everything like that? It though? makes me beg the question: Hell How no. come so many other situations they can't have an ounce of humanity to fucking? The the Philadelphia police were able to fucking to stop John Wick and get him into custody without without shooting him after he shot he six police block, officers. Yeah, he had a whole black hostage too. But but then when there was a dude having a mental health crisis, shot him within a minute of meeting him. So I mean, like, it, it, that's an example from the same force. Like you, you can't try to be like, well, it's different training. It's the same police force, yeah. and if they're getting different training, then that's a problem in itself. But, but there's also a general mentality towards different groups of people all the time, and, and I've said it before: Hispanics and Asians they get talked about a lot in comedy jokes and, and little, you know, little stuff on TV. You know, let let single the mind roll around, and all the sombreros and stuff come on. People, I mean, you, know, you remember when that. when Trump took the picture with the taco bowl? Come on, man, that's that was insulting. I mean, I, that's I, the same man that ran on the platform to build the wall. I, mean, yeah, right. I, I I was definitely rocking a sombrero to work. I almost got sent home, but that's that's a different issue. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the thing is, I mean, well, that's a whole other conversation because I don't think that's cultural appropriation. You know what I'm saying? Because they probably sent you home because you're probably endangering people with that sombrero sitting on top of that afro. <laughs> that shit gonna no, fall like, off and shit. But uh, what I'm getting at is like, I'm, a, I'm gonna throw that shit like Kung Lao of Mortal Kombat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that was a reference all of us understood. Right, right. Yes. <laughs> but listen, they fucking odd job looking ass motherfucker. <laughs> there's obviously like a like a deep subconscious hatred towards you know. I'm gonna say different groups of people that is being displayed. Through, so people through that their aren't action. aren't white, people that aren't white, and even people white. that are white though. Yeah, I mean, dude, Ryan Whitaker. I mean, yeah, yeah. Tony Tempa. Yeah, like you know, there. I'll mean, find more. Think about it. You got a lot of people, a lot of you know, people who have this conservative mindset and you know don't like the hippies and people with long hair or you know these young guys with tattoos on their face. It's, There's like a stigma it's towards not a about, lot of things. It's it's about who's up here. Mm-hmm. And who's down here? Sure and we enough. are down here while they're up there because we don't have the money to be up there with them because cash rules everything around me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. No, that was also facts. a reference we understand. Yep. So, uh, like, I, like I said, <laughs> so like I said before, um, diversify your stocks and bonds. <laughs> diversify your bonds, knitter. <laughs> oh man! But uh, like, like I was, I was trying to say. Uh, you have, you know, a great example of officers being able to, you know, control and and de-escalate a situation when, you know, they get proper training and they use proper procedure. Oh, and common sense and human decency, maybe. Yeah. I think it's more the human decency, the individual versus the training, because, you know, clearly that training is not. Listen, man, I, it's a lot of things, man. I, they need to be paid more. So I, I, I think, I think you, you part need to. It. I think they need to raise the qualifications to become an officer. Oh, absolutely! It should take you a couple of years. In other countries, they do. We're the only country because with such a short program. To, to be a nurse, you have to go through grueling schooling. To be an attorney, you have to be go through grueling schooling. I think four years for to nursing. To be a sushi maker takes twenty years. You dog. have to, go to, <laughs> to to get a law degree. You've got to go to like six years of college, yeah, and then yeah, law school. Yeah, how about it? Which is. And where Kamala Harris didn't listen and you got, to and NWA you gotta, or Snoop And you got to pass the bar. Yeah, yeah right that? after that. This? It takes the same amount of time to become an officer as it does to become a barber in the city. I would much rather trust somebody who has trained for like 17 months to be a barber than someone who's been trained 17 months to carry a gun and shoot people. You feel me? Like I would much rather, you know what I'm, it's just. I, I, I do think that um, 
if if you people haven't already, go and volunteer at some sort of shelter. You know, work with people that are underprivileged. Um, I I was blessed enough to be able to work with Mike Marks and you know a a, a, a rehab facility. center for two and a half years, mm-hmm. and and that really changed my life. I used to be one of those people that you know I would see somebody walk around with drugs and be like, how how could they get let themselves get like that, and and you know it's just a waste of space or whatever. And it wasn't until I worked with that population, and it really humanized it and really showed me the error and ignorance and danger of that type of mindset. Facts. Like, you know, I've brought food to the homeless that are just, you know, around Philadelphia. I, I, you know, I give a couple dollars every now and then whatever I got because I know that they're people too. Facts. And having that empathy and that understanding and that humanity towards them can change their life. Right. I've, I've had people that I worked with at the rehab center get out of there and I run into them in the city and they'll be like, you know, you, you always treat me with nothing but respect. You know, my life is together in part because of you, because I treated them like men, like humans. And I really do think that's, you know, the type of experience that everybody needs, whether you want to be a police officer, whether you want to be a stylist, whether you want to be, an artist, whatever. I think everybody should have that experience of working with underprivileged people and really putting your life in perspective. I think that, um, with that being said, that should, you know, possibly should be a, a, a part of the training, you know, for police officers, for be, firefighters, and things like that. That would be amazing because it, it'll be great teach for them community. mental health first aid. There's an actual training for this. Yeah, no mental and health. We've both done it. Yeah, and it'll be great for community outreach if they see that hey, before this guy gets on our streets, they have to work in our community. They have to get to know us on a personal level. They should be hiring police that live in the neighborhood they police. Right. I mean, but see, I was just about to say that because we know that that does not happen. And for people who don't understand this, if you have somebody who's from the suburbs and they come into the city and they're near the projects and they're dealing with folks, you have to know the people you're dealing with. It's the same difference when you have a white cop and a black cop, Right. If the black cop is from the burbs and come to the city, it may be a problem versus the white cop who've been around folks. You know what I mean? And that's not even on some crime or some racism stuff. It's just how things work. If you go from Philadelphia to New York City, things move differently. You know what I mean? So if you're from New York, you're going to be used to it. Facts. If you're from Philadelphia, you're not going to be used to it. Go from Philadelphia somewhere down south. There are things that are just done differently. Go to different countries. You have to get with the culture. So culturally, the city is different than the suburbs. You know what I mean? Crime happens in both places. I will argue that more crime happens in the suburbs. You know, what I'm it's saying? just a it's different just kind of different crime. Different types of That's crime. All. You know what I mean? It's just different crime. You got kids that take the pills out of their mom's medicine cabinet and take it to school and sell it, versus the kid yep. who grabs a bag or a pack from their older brother or uncle or something like that. So, what's the difference? What's the difference? <clears throat> but there is this. You know, I don't. There's there's a lot to it. It's a multi layered situation, and the more we peel back the onions, you know, the the, the, onion, the layers of the onion. We'll see it stinks, you know what I mean, however that goes. Yeah. But there are some things that are just, okay, this is just wrong. And we can clearly see that. Human rights are non-negotiable. I always say that there shit. There you go. So, like, there you go. There you go. There as, you go. As, as a human, Ronald Green had as much right to live as uh, Timothy Call. Mm-hmm. Ronald Green wasn't given that opportunity, though. Right. 
So and and that's that's where that's where the disparity is, and that's what I think it's hard for a lot of conservatives to to understand because they don't see you know the gray area of it. Yeah, uh-huh. but they they don't also they, they, do they go to the soup kitchens? Do they go to feed the homeless? Do they have hell? And no, think no. about this: like we have, we all have privileges in our own way. When I go home, I'm going to order something to eat, or I might make something to eat. I can go in my fridge; there's food in there. I there's people water, that are whatever. struggling to find their next meal. And, exactly, but I don't go home, and that's not the first thing on my mind. However, when I do see someone who needs help, I have the empathy. I'm sympathetic, and I'll help out if I can. But my point is. I understand that some of these conservatives, some of these people who have a whole lot of money, I, I, I can understand, don't agree with it, but I can understand why they may not care about what's going on because they're in a privileged position. They don't have to. And it's easy Facts. for them to say, oh, I'm not, I don't want to think about that. It's too stressful for me to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you have people who know that they profit from it. And you have people, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like I said, it's multi-layered. And I think it's important for us to have these conversations because I would love to hear from the officers to say why not 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 in the Ronald Green situation, but an officer who has done something messed up and tried to, you know, talk about it. because I'm sure we said this before. It's a tough job, clearly. I, I wonder if any but, of any of these officers who I, I just wonder if any of them feel bad because like Derek Chauvin didn't get on the stand because he knew if he did he would be guilty. Yeah. So he chose silence, which is well within his rights, but Silence still speaks. Yeah, it's his actions that speak, not his words. So the only thing we know about Derek Chauvin is that he knelt on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes. And he's a convicted murderer. And he's a convicted murderer. Mm, Who's still trying? Man, listen. I I have (laughs) no other, there's nothing else to know about him other than he has an extensive record of uh, complaints against him for excessive use of force. So it's important to note that as well. Again, context is everything. Context mm-hmm. is king. But they don't. I don't think they feel bad when they do this shit. I f- I feel like they just there's no remorse because well, that's, hey. that's how you got people joking on the radio like, hey, I beat the shit out of him. Like, yo, that was an older man. Yeah. Like, that could have been your father, bro. Like, what is wrong with you? The clan initiations, man. Call it conspiracy if you want to, but I I wouldn't doubt it. And when you watch the documentary of that black dude who got cool with the clan and stuff like that, and one of the things in Maryland. He held up a clan uniform and said they traded in their clan uniforms for, he held the other uniform, it was a police uniform. And a lot of people, we've been trained to think that, oh, once you get past the Mason-Dixon, oh, up north is not racist. These are some of the most racist areas out here. Pennsylvania, northeast Pennsylvania is the highest concentration of neo-Nazis and all, all that type of stuff. Bro, um, that, look, at, look at where Trump went to rally when he was in Pennsylvania. He didn't come to Philadelphia yeah, to sure rally. Didn't. He went, over he went everywhere mm-hmm. else. He went to, like, Pennsylvania and Lancaster and all that shit. I mean, shit. think about it. What did we say here? Oh, man, be careful driving out to the county. As soon as you leave outside, right outside of Philadelphia, it's an issue. Yep. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look black or you, you know what I mean? All that type of stuff. So we have to look at these things, look at the history of it, too. That's my thing because, like I said, I understand that, you know, certain people are not going to care about others. I get that. You know, humans don't care when they have a privilege or whatever, right? So it's like, okay, what do I do to keep myself from being stressed out and frustrated because I, I look, I walk down the street, I am viewed as a black man. People don't even know my history, but I know I'm being viewed a certain way, unfortunately. And I could yep. be the next one to be beaten down because I'm a man. I speak back to an officer like, yo. Barack Obama man, you know was I mean? running for president. And he was black until he got elected. Come on. Yeah, come on. How about it? He was half white the second he was in. But while he was running, he was black the entire time. 
mm-hmm. the entire time he was black. And he still fucked with him for everything, for wearing a different color suit. His wife had a Same color suit Mitch McConnell wore. I guess like, he's not no, much no, no, yeah, first off, that? First off. I said color, color. I didn't so say it was the Barack same Barack Obama had a fly tan suit. That that Mitch McConnell was like old expired mayonnaise. <laughs> <sighs> he went to K&G, got that shit off yeah, the rack, and yes, declined to get a tailor. He, he had the expired Hellman's fucking beige. He goes like, hey, yo, Trace, hey, McGrady, um, that suit you wore uh, when you got drafted. Yeah, can I, get, can I get that? that? I get that 2003 draft suit. <laughs> fuck, fuck that that man was waiting. Yeah, man, like, he was like, waiting in the water in that suit. Dig it. Dig it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does look like a fucking toad. So, <laughs> but think, just think about it. Historically speaking, like I, we say this all the time, a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with, is that a fucking rooted, sound bite. Sorry, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's deeply rooted in Every some shit with this country. And, and I think the reason we discuss this a lot is so that we can have more conversation, real conversation, because. We can see it all now. We wear the news. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we spread the information. We remind people that you can use Google. You don't have to take anybody's word for it. And we see this nonsense going on. And you on. should do that. Yeah, you should. 100%. You should. And not just one one site. Go to multiple sites and then use the context and understand what's going on. And see how credible that site is, too. You can find that out. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Because it's important that we all understand that the wrong shit has to be stopped. The good shit has to be praised. The wrong shit has to be stopped. Everything else in between, it is what it is. But when you have people dying when they don't need to be dying, when you have people, you know, being uh, locked up when they don't need to be locked up for extended periods of time, when you have people ex- being exonerated, can you imagine? First of all, if I did something, if I was accused of something 20 years ago, I go to jail for 20 years and you let me out, I don't want no applplause. I don't want no, I'm going to be happy, yes, but... Dude, that's 20 years that's of your life, life that you that's cannot a, get back. If you live to 100, that's a quarter. You know what I mean? That's a quarter of your life. And that's and that's on some, you know, oh, we thought you did it. Oh, my bad. But how about when you are executed someone, and you executed. didn't do it? Executed. Or how about when you get arrested for something? Yeah, we've talked about that, too. Something, you know what I mean, like like a bag of weed. People are still in jail for, like, a bag of weed. And you lose it. And, and Meanwhile, you got the gentrified, you know, people selling weed out of dispensaries. Come on, while man. While they locked like, up. Like, they making a killing. Meanwhile, they killing black people in jail with this. Listen, just do the history. Black like, people are disproportionately locked up for marijuana possession oh, in this absolutely. country. Like, insanely disproportionately. Like, think about the fact that when, you know, a lot of black people share the sentiment of, I'm driving down the street, and my favorite, one of my favorite songs is on, and the police siren goes on, you tense up, and you look. You know what I mean? And then you have a lot of people say, oh, man, that's, if you feel this way, and you thinking about that, all right. Just 20, 25, 30 years ago. Just like two years ago. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go back before know, social know, media. Know, you know, know what I mean? Know. But it's, I, I don't know. It's, it's oh, I guess what I'm getting at, it seems like a lot of stuff is being glossed over. Like, things are changing in the mainstream because there are a lot of examples of people doing great, a lot of good things that are happening. But one bad apple ruins the whole bunch. So And not, and not holding them accountable makes that worse. But right. let me ask you a question. Like, how long ago was... Rodney King. That was like early nineties, right? Yeah, that was like, like, so like, like twenty five years ago. That wasn't the first time something like Rodney King happened. No, that like, was like, the first time it was caught on tape. Right. And but, it was that's that's what made it so yeah, but, such a big deal. But look at this though. Check this out. So Rodney King happens and they don't know they're being recorded. Mm. Rodney King lives. It's now twenty twenty one, really twenty nineteen. How about that? When this happened two years ago. They're recording it themselves. And they know they're recording it. And they just don't care. And they still and and he doesn't survive. Like and that really I'd argue that a lot of shit has gotten worse since then and we're and or maybe not worse maybe it's exactly the same and we're just seeing it more 
Yeah. yeah. Because they're cameras. But, like, they know they're being recorded. Like, if I started assaulting one of these guys right now, like, it's on camera. Right. Why would I do that shit? I would wait till after the podcast. I'm joking. I'm joking. Because they have, catch they have these hands. They have this, uh... <laughs> Exterminate all the brutes. I mentioned it the last two podcasts. It was a great documentary, and it kind of relates everything from the past to the day. Um, I do believe that a lot of things are getting worse because it's you know we're seeing it more. Um, I don't think too much has changed because you know police people with police authority have been beating down poor people and people of color forever. Um, even even police that are just out of uniform that are just the wrong color off duty. Like it's just the mindset. You it's, know, it's. One hundred percent. It's, it's I mean, there were there were politicians of color that were beaten during the George Floyd protest. Facts. Right. One hundred percent. Right. And Even white ones getting tear gassed after they, you know. Listen, man, if it's nineteen forty, no more tear gas, and nothing happened to those officers. Right. If it's nineteen forty, and you say, "Oh man, leave him alone," you're a nigga lover all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? Um. So it's it's once again, what's understood don't need to be don't need to be said. But I guess the point that we're getting at is there's a big issue you have. Police brutality that's ridiculous, and they get on the radio and talk about it. Donald Trump can say China and Kung Flu and think that he could get away with it because he's—I mean, think about all the stuff that he, he said. He got away with it. They're he just trying it, to right, hold him financially right. responsible at this point. Right. We have like, so yeah. many situations out here, but look at what it's doing. Think about the victim. Think about the people who are on the opposite end of this. Think about the agents who were beat down. Think about think about the fact that we're still dealing with a pandemic because he made it a joke. You understand what I'm saying? We have other countries who have been cleared, but we're still fighting it, dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? Listen, one way or the other, we're going to get past it. And I know that because Philadelphia overwhelmingly uh, voted against Carlos Vega. Yes. Yeah, and how about and yeah. those little glimmers, even though it's at the local level, it's very important because this type of election, there, Krasner got a lot of out-of-state backing because there are progressives that want to see people like him in charge. Mm-hmm. People that want to see people, police, nonetheless, being held accountable. Mm -hmm. And Krasner was a step in the right direction back in 2017, and he's a continual step in the right right direction in 2021. Right. So. The power is in the people. You got them in there. Thank thank you to the 125,000 people who voted for Krasner. Listen, diamond in the rough. You, You feel me? Like, it may not be everybody that's trying to do good. But when you find somebody that is trying to do good, yeah, yeah, let's hold them up and give them their roses. Yep. Hold them up. Yeah, yeah. And make facts. sure that those are the people that are in charge because those people are the ones that want to make change. And with that being said, oh, this has been the Gray Area Podcast. And real quick, real quick, brother, when you go home, try to be a good person. Try, it. <laughs> try, try. It's not it. hard. It's not hard. Yeah. It's very easy. It actually feels good. And what it, it, that don't mean you have to be happy, go lucky with everybody. It just means stay out of the way. You know what I mean? Just because you listen. We all have to share this damn planet. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, when you know we're going to deal with each other. So when you see something crazy go on, you know, don't try to defend it. Try to make sense of it. Talk about it. I- I've been saying a lot lately: communication and respect. We don't have to agree on anything. We don't have to like each other, whatever the case is. But there's a certain level, like you, you know, there's a human, there's a level human to element. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know, we can debate without arguing. We ain't got to go at each other all the time because Listen, there's people still defel- still defending Derek Chauvin right now. There right. are people still defending him after he was found guilty by a jury. Right. Right. So he's already been convicted. And like, despite what all those experts said, no one could refute anything that they said. And people are still saying, Oh, well he died of a drug overdose or whatever. Right. He would have died anyway, right. bro. 
there's still people defending that after seeing what we saw after him having a, a knee on his neck for nine minutes. Right. Like, there, right. It, and, it, at, at some point, you have to take action. And, you know, that just goes to show that, you know, recordings and body cameras are not the silver bullet against police brutality. Right. And you see that uh, in some of these cases with two reasons. One, the brutality is still happening, even though the officers know they're on body camera. And two, even when they do something wrong on body camera, the state police still have the gall to cover up the criminal acts. It's mighty interesting how they can, you know, look at the victims of war as collateral damage. You know what I'm saying? But you can't look at a situation like this and say, you know what? There's going to be an uproar behind us. So, hey, let's it's, put them in jail. because they don't care. They don't care. They're all working and they're, together. And they're trained not to care. And yeah. if they were trained to care and maybe have a little bit of compassion and empathy, maybe we wouldn't be in these situations talking about these things. And until these things stop, and even after they stop, because there are so many more things that there are not, they are not just black and white, that they are gray. And that's what we do on the Gray Area Podcast is talk about that gray area and try to look at the middle ground and not just, you know... Uh, Choosing sides all the time. Right. Yeah, not just putting feelings and emotion in, but but looking at the actual facts of an event. And unfortunately, they, they, the facts present certain things that just cannot be refuted. So And, yeah, once, once is a, a, a coincidence... And uh, twice might be a mistake, but three times is a pattern. And uh, we've seen this far more than three times. So for the Gray Area Podcast, this has been Mike Marks. Omar Salim. This is Afro Dan signing out. Peace.